and Ziploc that Right on my waistline is why I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it Hey guys, it's your girl Asia Abstin. Welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. We are on episode 29 and I just felt like throwing it back this week. I was having a full on Jeezy session on Shuffle for hours today. So I just needed a little Jeezy in my life. I wanted to put some Jeezy in your life. That was my boy with standing ovation. I feel like this song came out in like... 2006, 2005, which is crazy how time flies. And man, I used to make millions when I um, when they played this song in the club when I was bartending in strip clubs. So uh, it just took me back. Um, so today I've got an interview with one of my good friends. My boy Dorian is on the show. We are talking everything polysexual, pansexual, LGBTQ exclamation point and z and um let's just get into the interview all right guys we are back with another episode of the get rich or get drunk trying podcast and i finally have my good friend dorian on the show today i'm super pumped dorian say hi to the people <laughs> hey what's up everybody how we all doing today okay you got that energy don't I mean, you already know you know always have that energy always <laughs> we always. haven't even started drinking yet how are you so energetic yo i mean it's something from waking up bright and early and just you know bringing that positivity <laughs> and just always being ready you know look i say it like this Every, you have to spend every moment like it's your last. You uh-huh. don't know what tomorrow brings or anything. So the more positivity, more energy you bring, I feel like it's The better your life you, is. You know? Exactly. No, I agree with that. Okay, <laughs> so Dorian, why I wanted you on the show today is because you live an exciting life. <laughs> Not only do you live an exciting life, you... Um, are going to be the spokesperson today for the LWQ exclamation point. I don't know the letters. I mean, I'm going to be real with you too, so I'm a little bit funny. So I know I believe it's LB, LB. We should have Googled this. We, we, we should have, right? <laughs> no, for real, it's LGBTQ. And I think there's a little bit more after that. It can't be. Yeah, I mean, it's 2019. There's a lot of brand new stuff now going on, you know, between pronouns and everything. I'm still a little bit old school with it, with my time. So what's funny is a lot of people don't like this, but I kind of don't put myself under any kind of label. I'm still going off of more like the energy feel, you know. So it's like... So if you had to label it for the listeners because they don't know... Okay. What's, you know, what the right thing to say is. And we all want to be politically correct. We don't want to offend anyone, but it's just pure ignorance. Like for me, I love everybody, but I don't know what the right terms are. And it's true. Is pansexual a good term? Is that accurate? Pansexual is accurate. I mean, pansexual is accurate. Um, Bisexual is another another accurate term. term. But there's one more other term that's not pan. I forgot the name of it, but it's very similar to pan. Mm -hmm. But then it also breaks down to, I believe pansexual is like you, like you, you're, everything turns you on. So you're talking (laughs) male, female, male, female. In between, transitioning. Transitioning. Okay. And everything like that. I believe that's what, quote me if I'm wrong, but that's what I believe the pansexual is. So what would you label yourself if you had to have a label? 
And it's funny, I need to Google it right now, but I'll have it by the end of the show, and we'll go ahead and post it. But there is another term, and it just it just breaks down the the liking between men, woman, woman, and man. You know what? I need I need that answer. Hold that thought, guys. <laughs> okay, so I think we have the proper definition. Hit us with it, Dorian. So yeah, so the proper definition, right? So you consider well. Let's start off with pansexual. Pansexual just describes the attraction towards people, regardless of their sexual identity or gender, anything like that, okay. right? So break it down a little bit further. So we do want to be technical. I will be more of a polysexual individual. We're looking at. And com- <laughs> you can read the definition. It's characterized by many different kinds of sexuality. So basically, I'm sexually attracted to many, but not all genders. Got it. So basically... It's cute or it's not cute. It's cute or it's not cute. You know, you like the vibe or you don't like the vibe. You know, we have that you connection. You're attracted to the waves. We, ex- you're attracted to the vibes. Exactly. You're like, such a weirdo. I'm very, I can't even take it. But see, it's So weird. you're greedy. Is okay, it fair? I so mean, hetero people call other people or think that other people or bisexual people sometimes are greedy and they just want everything. Is that a fair label or is that an incorrect label? I mean, maybe if they open up their minds, maybe it won't be as greedy, no? No, my mind is closed. My personal (laughs) Asia's mind is closed. I know what I like and I am not open to anything else. Okay, okay, okay. But I mean, you know, it's it's more of just exploring my sexual side, you know? Not saying I got bored, but I did. I did just took a leap, almost like a leap of faith, and I tasted something different on the yeah. other pond, and yeah. it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But am I gonna shy away from the other pond? No. So I want to swim in the ocean. I want to swim in the pool. I want to swim the in the lakes. You know. Got it. And then you know, for me, it really just breaks down energy. It breaks down knowledge. Like it's it's my mental. Like mm. you really want to fuck with me? All you gotta do is like say the alphabet backwards. Say oh it my god! Sexy and smart, you know. <laughs> but like knowledge really opens me up. And you could be male or female. You start yeah. talking business. You start talking the right things. Start talking facts, knowledge. It just opens it up. It's beyond, open-minded. It's, it's open-minded, and it goes beyond sexual. Like, now we're connecting on a bonding level, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, we'll maybe. We'll see what happens from there. Exactly, gotcha. exactly. Okay, so is this um, something that you've discussed with your family? Like, does your do your parents know and your sister? Does everybody know that you would describe yourself as polysexual? Is it cool? Do, was there beef? Well, when I when my parents did find out and um, I did come out to them, I was fairly young. I wasn't. How old is fairly young? Fairly young. We're talking. I want to say preteen. It was teens. It was definitely okay. teens. I want to say sixteen. Okay. Sixteen or seventeen. Mm-hmm. And um, it was definitely a topic. It definitely ruffled some feathers Ooh. inside our household. Okay. Um, from your parents or from your siblings? It was or? basically, my siblings were too young to know about okay. it. Mm-hmm. Nobody outside of our household knew about it. It was simply me, my mom, and my dad. Mm-hmm. And I which told, person? I, I told my mom first. She got really quiet for a couple of days, okay. which set my father off. Okay. My father came to me and was like, what's going on? Then we finally sat down and had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Automatically, they both flipped. The whole household really? went crazy. We we're going to ship your way to Costa Rica. <gasps> like, you know, yeah, it was, it was, it was they also did serious not shit like that. Put you out. They were seriously about to send me away. And, and send you away to do what? To and, not be to and, be straight? <laughs> and that's what we was gonna say. Exactly. Like, what What's, is it going what to do? When you get sent away. <laughs> but literally the turnaround happened so quick. It was literally 
six, seven hours later. Literally, like, my father came around so quick the same day. And he just wanted to say, like, no matter what you do, where you go, or anything like that, you'll always be my son. I'll always love you. Got it. You know, so my father came around real quick. A knee jerk reaction. Exactly. He panicked. He said some things he didn't mean, some some cruel shenanigans. Mm -hmm. But uh, he looked at you again, like, what am I talking about? You know, this is my kid. This is my little boy that looks exactly like me. Exactly. How could I ever shun him? Exactly. That's and wild, though, that that was their knee-jerk reaction was to was, say something like that. Yeah, it was really quick and funny. Like, I was young at the time. It was more like just going to school. And I was working a lot. I yeah. was a workaholic. I'm a Capricorn, you know, so I like to work. I like to work. I like to make my own money and everything like that. So what my escape of leaving the house was going to work and yeah. working in Manhattan and everything like that and I really didn't care the situation I was like alright cool it's just what it is so you weren't like devastated when your parents said that they weren't feeling it not that it lasted long but at mm-hmm. Initially, you weren't shocked, or did you expect this from them? Or what's funny is more like I didn't expect it from them. Come from a Hispanic and a West Indian background, like it's not spoken of. Yeah. This is not cool. You know, it's just for them. It's like it's a, it's a no no. Yeah. So. What's weird is like I really wasn't bothered about it. it okay, because you kind of expected it. Exactly. Yeah. I kind of expected and I feel... It's a cultural thing. Yes. And I feel to get the worst from them would be the best. Then at the end of the day, I always work my best to go in and do the best for my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, even still to this day, my father let him rest in peace. And my mom is, you know, still in New York. Yeah. But like, I literally bust my ass just to prove myself to them. And, you know, they, make they them love proud. me. You know, that's what I meant to say. Make yeah. them proud. You yeah. know, you always want to make your parents proud. Yeah. So I constantly, it was like, okay, cool. And then literally it just passed in a couple of hours and wow. he came back and me and my father was very tight and I believe we came tighter after that, yeah. right? it was a bonding moment. It was a bonding moment. Now, some parents say that their kids come out to them but they already knew or they always knew. Was that your parents' perspective? Like they knew that you, you know, had a, a broader sense of love or were they fully shocked? You know, honestly, I haven't had or that conversation okay. with them yet. You know, my mother hasn't said anything yet. And we'll get into my mother in a second, too, because her, her experience was totally different. Yeah. But um, they just knew I was different because they had me at a young age. Mm-hmm. And you were they exposed were, to a lot. And I was exposed to a lot. You know, when I was raised, it was raised differently than how my brother and sister was raised. Different time. My parents were older and everything like that. So it was kind of like, it was just, everything was just brand new for them, so they didn't know yeah. how to react, you, you were know? were their first kid. So I was their first yeah. kid, I was their first, it was first experiment. everything. <laughs> was, exactly, they called me the experiment kid, you know? Which I fucking love, by the way. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it kind of just came and gone really quickly. But then coming down into my mom, my mom is more the religious one. Okay, so, so that's she, where her initial, like hang-up is exactly so she was like no that's not good it's a sin and i'm literally there like okay so what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> like i don't i don't get Could it you please chill? yeah when the last time you've been to church okay. like we're not gonna Got go all there the but, religious okay. conviction exactly but it's not happening in this household like what do you mean exactly so you know with her and everything like that so then you know, before my father passed away, I we did get in a conversation, and I was dating a guy at the time in Miami. He came down, he seen my apartment. My father came. Oh and wow! Yeah, That's he came good. down, stayed in my apartment. Yeah. You know, 
And um, I introduced him to the guy I was talking to at the time, and it was cool. And he just, you know, just asked questions like how and what and really? this and that. Well, see, that's good. And I feel like that's fucking dope, that's right? That's really good. You know, Especially so, when their initial reaction was to send you to Costa Rica. And, and now right. we have graduated we to definitely graduated. Bay is in the house with us, and everybody's comfortable and cool exactly. and cordial and friendly. That's awesome. But what's funny is, you know, we went from sending to Costa Rica to actually getting accepted to Clark Atlanta University and going away doing the university thing in the college and living alone in Atlanta. So, yeah. you know, they still always believed and allowed me to do whatever the fuck I want. Like, yeah. yeah. My Even if they like, personally didn't love it, it wasn't their favorite choice right, in the world. Right, Because, mind it. you. They still supported you. Yes, my parents wanted me to get a city job. You yeah. know, my father was the head of sanitation department Exactly, so he wanted become you to do the same thing. Become a firefighter, become a policeman. Mm-hmm. You know, city jobs are amazing yeah. and awesome. It just it wasn't for wasn't you. Me. And knowing you, I would never even suggest something like that for okay. you. That makes no sense. <laughs> more about the entertainment, the glitz, I know, glam, the shenanigans. Know, the shenanigans, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes. So, you know, they always put their back and behind and supported me and went away to college and everything. So this is all years later from when that situation happened. Yeah. And he came down and he seen it and you know it was good. And then we actually finally got to speak about it like two adults. Yeah, like grown folks. And it was, I feel it was amazing. It was amazing. It was one of the last couple of conversations that we shared before he passed. And you had you know? that bonding moment. And it's just a blessing. Like, And I say that to all of my listeners that have kids. You cannot make the same mistakes that our parents made with us. You have to do better. You have to parent from um, a knowledge of being a millennial, having a more open mind. You can't parent the way our parents were parenting us in the 70s that didn't have internet and didn't have access to broader perspectives. You have to be open to your kids. That whole concept of, you know, you're not gay in this house. Like, come on now. We, like, right. let's do better. Like, so many children are committing suicide behind issues like that because they feel like their parents won't accept them, their community won't accept them. So what a blessing to have your old school, religious, Caribbean parents, you know, eventually just embrace who you are because that's what they should do. Like, none of this is more important than the fact that I'm your kid. It doesn't matter what I did. Exactly. I'm still your kid. Exactly. And two people are supposed to love me, and it's you and daddy. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but get over it. Exactly. And, you know, I just also want to touch base. You know, they we call it, you know, breaking that generational curse, curse you mm-hmm. know. Um, I remember you spoke about it before one of your previous podcasts, and um, a good friend of mine in Brooklyn, she's a therapist, psychologist, Mm -hmm. her name is Sahami, Mm -hmm. and she has her line of teachers, and she's pushing, you know, breaking the generational curse, because... Yeah, our parents were brought up and everything is a little bit different now. Like, 100%. I'm the first generation born in America from my family. My yeah. parents were both born in their own countries. And granted, they are somewhat a little bit Americanized, but like shit is done totally different yeah, of now course. than of course. how it was back then. Yeah. So, um, we so, have yeah. a responsibility to do better, to know more, and to build upon not just the uh, proud moments of our parents, but their failures and learn what not to do and how to raise our kids right like shout out to that level of growth so do you think that being in miami you're living in a bubble of this whole um acceptance and love and peace and every everybody loves everybody and it's cool or do you ever feel that still in miami in this broad melting pot that you still get kind of pushed back from being open and being yourself and loving everybody all right so we're not in kentucky 
we, Shit we is are, totally different in Kentucky. It's definitely different in Kentucky. <laughs> it's different in New York. Alabama. LA, no, L- no. We're not going to say I mean, New York or LA. Okay. We're talking about Bible Belt, Kentuckys, the Tennessees, the Ohios, where you are not being yourself in this way every day, 24 7. It I mean, just do doesn't you go exist there, everywhere. Do you go ahead? I do. You know, I travel really? everywhere. <laughs> but I'm also extremely hetero. So okay. I'm living a different life. <laughs> All right. So this is also another topic I kind of want to bring up. It's a little bit funny, you know. So. I mean, me, you look at me, you, you you can't generally tell me, you can't tell what my sexuality may be yeah. just by looking at me. Maybe if I have a conversation, start talking about something, you know, I'm a little more open. But I feel like, yeah, in Miami, yes, you definitely can be a little bit more open. But when it comes down to particular businesses, when it comes down to making particular moves, I feel it's mandatory to keep your sexuality out of it. But that's everywhere. I mean, and that's what I want to break down. It's everywhere. Yeah, that's that's just a, that's a standard in life. But in Miami, you have to admit and understand that there are so many allowances here that do not exist anywhere else. L.A., New York, Miami. That's really it. Exactly. You're not getting this type of conversation and this exposure in Ohio. In oh, I mean, lifestyle that alone. Yeah, you know, lifestyle like in Miami. I mean. Oh, you look nice. Hey, what's up? You want to go chill, have exactly. a drink? And it leads to things. You know, people are a little bit more open here. You know, you have a little bit more, not opportunity, but let's say it's Just a buffet. Just leeway, yeah. It's, it's a, a buffet to be here yourself in Miami, and do you know? your thing and exactly. have 900 tattoos and 82 um, tongue piercings and That's right. all those other shit you That's got right. in That's blonde right. hair That's right. and <laughs> ride a fucking motorcycle and be in a like, <laughs> Right, yeah. right. I mean, yeah, you put it all in the bag. Yeah, You're you. right. That's it. That's it. That's definitely me. You are not doing that in, you know, Louisville, Kentucky. You're it just definitely not doing exist. that because I want to feel we are more in a progressive city. Yes. You we know, are. we are in a progressive city and it's growing. It's growing fast. Yeah. It's new. You know, people want to come to Miami. Miami is on the map globally. I was yes. in the middle of the fucking Sahara Desert. Oh my gosh, you're from Miami. Eh? Exactly. Like, forget about New York. Yeah. It's definitely it's Miami. Like, it's, it's Miami. We live here. You know, and that is definitely why we live here. And the fact that it's a city where everyone wants to come to and it's open the way it is. I mean, it's like a fucking Sunday with a cherry on top. Yeah. You know? Every day. Every day. But like even now, what is it? It's mid-November. It's 98 goddamn degrees outside. With a tank. Chilling. Yeah. Poolside, living our best life. Back, living living like, our I, best they, life. They're going to bury me in Miami. I ain't going nowhere <laughs> else. I mean, I love to visit and travel to places, but they will bury my ass. In Miami. Miami's definitely that place. Okay, I've got another question for you. Answer. What advice would you give to people who want to come out but are too scared to come out as as whatever, as bi, as queer, as trans, as whatever they're come out? Because I've never had to come out as anything. I've been black from day one. Right, so right, I right. can't hide okay. it. And I've been as straight as 915 my entire life. Okay. So I have no advice in this field. I mean, so my thing is... In order to love anybody, you have to love yourself. And it all starts with the inside. Mm -hmm. Once you know who you are, you love who you are, and you have that strong being for yourself, then, yeah, you go out, and then then you could go ahead and come out. But you have to hold yourself, what's the word? In the highest regard. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You are the best. You are your best person. You are the best version of you. You are the only you. Amen. You see what I'm saying? You are the only you. So, I mean. So, what is there to hide? What is there to hide? And I know that it, even from the outside perspective, I know that it's a risk. Everybody doesn't get 
in six hours their parents turn around. Everybody doesn't get love from the community, from their job, from their friends. Everybody doesn't get that. You're in a privileged position. I know a lot of people lose their homes, lose their lives, lose their families, lose exactly. their partners, lose their everything. So it is exactly. a risk. Exactly. So, you know, the reward I'm sure is amazing, but the risk is there too. Like bravery yeah. it's just it's a brave act to be able to be yourself it's definitely a brave act but then i mean the world is definitely moving forward and i mean i'm gonna be real with you but when i was running around in the closet constantly trying to hide and performing to live on both sides because this is what i thought i had, had to, do. to do i was not happy and gotta be exhausting it, it was exhausted mind you, you were only a teenager i was only a teenager imagine people that are you Grown know adults. the caitlin jenners of the world who have been who they've been for 60 years and are just finally coming out. Like, how sad is that? I mean, it's not, I wouldn't even say that it's sad. I more have to say it's you have to do it at a time when you're ready to do it. Nobody can make, nobody can make you do what you want to do, yeah. you know? At that moment where you're comfortable, you're good and you're ready, then you go ahead and do it. But just at the end of the day, you have to make sure that you love yourself. Yeah. Like, that's the key. And then, you know, there are hotlines, there are people to call, there are people to reach out to, emails, websites, anything, you know, yeah. for that support. Because, I mean, honestly, I feel we all need it. Even on a regular day. Everybody. Regular, yeah. Everybody needs Especially it. Everybody needs a therapist or something as, that's challenging like as that, you know? As challenging the status quo, basically. Like, this world says you're supposed to be this way. Like, how dare you be different, you know? Like, how cool and how brave of those people at any stage in their life that are just gonna come out and say, actually, I wasn't built that way, and there's nothing wrong with that, and you're cool for being straight, and I'm cool for being whatever I am, and that's it. It just is what it is. Right, and that's how kind of like how I flow with it, because I mean, you know, it's it's just a lot of people going through stuff out there, you know, like um, the transgenders, yeah. you know? Nothing against it, I'm totally supportive, but now they're coming, um, a lot of transgender now in the public eye, yeah. and TV shows and like you know shout out to Ryan Murphy and like the show Pose mm -hmm, and all that good mm -hmm, stuff for like, putting a spotlight exactly, on a different community that exactly. is exactly like us they want the same things that we want they bleed the same things that we bleed the same way that we do so why is it such a big deal to everybody it's exactly. so odd to me it's, it's crazy but I love the fact that how now everything's coming to light and we're all sharing almost like the same pool yeah as it Creative, should be amen should. right exactly, I'm saying can exactly. we we're, we're drinking water right now so we can't really cheers with water but we're going to make whiskey cocktails in like 10 minutes so yeah, yeah. you know stay tuned on that that is coming <laughs> hold on mm. <laughs> very very soon so what is dating like in the poly community all right first of all <laughs> dating dating is weird it's, it's, it's funny because um you get hated on by both sides oh, oh the ghetto you, you do you you can get hated on by both sides ladies think you're not right like that's not good like you're just gay and then guys are just like how dare oh, you like girls? how dare you like girls and it's kind of like dang. just like that hey you know I mean, like i don't win. I get it like I, okay mm -hmm. okay let me some confession on my end okay okay i my mind knows that people should be able to experiment like what they like and be as diverse as they want to be my mind my brain understands that yes 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 my yes. vagina disagrees okay and I'm not really in charge. She has decided that men who experiment with or love or are sexual with men, she just ain't feeling it. Got it. So I get it up here. 
this okay. the rest of me is just not quite there yet. So I would be one of those girls, like okay. that are like, wait a minute, so what? <laughs> you who? No, 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 no. Exactly. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not there yet. Got it. And 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 it, it makes sense because again, I feel all this is kind of. It's new. new. Yeah. All this is kind of new, to be honest with you. It's yeah. all kind of new. A lot of stuff is now being brought out to the light. Yeah. So now we're It's not going to change overnight. We're not it, there. It's definitely not going to change overnight. And I'm probably overnight. on the open-ended, open-minded spectrum okay. yeah. compared to a lot of girls I know that wouldn't even entertain. They're not even having a conversation about any man who's ever thought of liking a man. Sadly. Right. But we're okay. just not. We're just not there yet. So I get that. You saying, like, you're getting hate on both sides. Exactly, and it's crazy. Cause and some, the guys say what? Some guys like, will be like, "How dare you ever like the girl before?" I was like, "Oh, like you know, you still talk to girls here and there." And it's like, and what are they like offended? <laughs> oh, like just, just like how some salty. ladies respond. They're salty. They're salty. I'm telling you. Do I you kid think you not. they're more mad or girls are more mad? I don't care. Once you start to be like, once you start to show shade, it's like, all right, cool, yeah, whatever. You're over it, I got yeah. money to go make. Like, yeah. I right, go spend my time some someplace else. You know me. Yeah, like, yeah, I work yeah. all the time. I'm busy. It. Yeah. It's like I'm not into it. But like, you know, it's funny because like I feel you can have a different connection with everybody mm-hmm. you know depending on how strong the connection is we could be mm-hmm. we could rock this out for a day two yeah, days three yeah. days three months three years you know it's whatever i feel it's how much we put into, into it each it's what other. you get out of it it's yeah. like anything like when you get a new job or you're starting a new hobby the more you put into it the, the better more you, you get out of it the more you get so out dating, of dating dating in miami is <laughs> it's a whole nother it's topic a joke. And Period. Joke like we and could everything. do ten million episodes on that, but dating in a poly pan uh, WYZ it got to be like so let's, wild. Is there like a or the most a Tinder, a specific Tinder? I mean, yo, you got you? so you got Tinder, right? Exactly, right? You got what the grinder. What is your Tinder yeah. set to? Boys or girls? Right now, both. How? You can tender for both? Yes, you, you can do the that. I didn't even know that. See? That. No, yes, I would see? never click on that. Yeah, yeah. So when you, when you go to your, your profile uh-huh. and you can look who you want to switch to, you yeah. can put male and female. Get the, see, y'all are just on another. So you're t- and then I'll get Tinder bored and I'll flip crazy. between both. I have so many like options. Oh, I could not imagine. Yours has to be like a side hustle, like a full-time job. To go through Tinder matches. I mean, it's almost like checking emails. So I'm dead. There's a spam folder. There's promotions. Yes. There's primary. You swipe, swipe, star. swipe. You get bored. You switch. You swipe, swipe, swipe again. You're bored. You switch. You okay, swipe, now, swipe. Do the matches know that your Tinder is set to both? I don't know. So I feel you only, that would be interesting. I feel that once you switch to that one, you only locked in. So they only With pair other those people together. That, oh. Yeah. So then when I switch out, it's probably just that regular Got match. It. I feel now, that's that what makes they do. Sense. That, that, that definitely makes sense. Because I would definitely be feeling away if I matched with a boy and he was like, yeah. So we was on the, the tender smorgasbord and we match and I'd be like, uh, 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 uh. no, right. we're not. Right. <laughs> just right. to be clear, <laughs> that's not what I had in mind wild the things you learn see and this is why it's so important to have friends of different backgrounds and uh, that are interested in different things because the things that you learn I mean, <laughs> from you your friends learn a lot. that are into different shit you definitely learn a lot you definitely learn a lot i am shook it but i mean to go back for me to go back to dating it's um dating for me is a little bit weird okay all right so i mean we'll meet we'll talk 
And you know me, Asia. I'm very particular. Mm-hmm. I like one thing. I like two things. You say one wrong thing. I'm like, yawn, all right. You know, yeah, it's you're over. Out. I'm out. You know, no response. I won't even block you. I'll just leave oh, you on right. See? Horrible. Bah, you know, Not prob- the most mature way to handle things. You know what? It's right. Uh-huh. But I'll get back to when it's time. But Are I- you dating right now? I'm open. Okay. Just I'm open. <laughs> like with everything so, else in your life, I'm open. <laughs> so point blank, yes, I'm single. I'm dating. I'll do dinners. I'll do lunches. Yeah, but I'll, nothing you know, significant is nothing, happening right this minute. Nothing significant is okay, happening. Okay, y'all heard it here first, uh, ladies and gents. Um, <laughs> Dorian <laughs> is hashtag available. He is only dating people that are fit because he has 8% body fat and he ain't got no time. I'm at 12%. Lies, I wish I was that 8, not an 8 yet. 8% body fat <laughs> and he is not dating nobody chunky, okay? That is just not happening. If you are not in this gym and about this um, overnight oats life, he ain't interested. <laughs> oh no, it's not even about that. It's really about what's in the brain and what's in the mind. Yeah. Let's talk about that. And it the account with- balance. I mean, of course. This is get rich or get drunk. Try. I mean, we, of course. People yeah. know we into money. Over so yes, yeah, so, yeah, we are, we're, we're always into money, right? But one thing you want to make sure that they're good on the inside, because yeah. you could be nice and hot on the outside, but be all fucked up and corroded on the inside. Okay. And on that note, we are going to go make some beverages because yes, it's I'm about thirsty. that time, I'm right? A little bit same, thirsty right same. now. Hashtag you know? parched. <laughs> uh, let's go make the cocktail of the week. You down? Perfect. I'm down. Let's all go. All right. Let's roll. Now, after our interview, Dorian and I uh, went and made our whiskey, sour apple, get drunk cocktail of the week and did exactly that. Drank too much and didn't do the audio because (laughs) we're friends in real life and we love cocktails and drinking and turning up. And uh, yeah, so that's that. But I am going to give you the cocktail right now. We filmed a little bit of it, so you will get that content. I may even um, kick off a YouTube channel. Don't hold me to that, but it might happen. So anyway, this cocktail was amazing. We did a whiskey sour apple. It was super, super simple and impressive. Dorian loved it. I loved it, obviously, which is why we, um, you know, drank a little bit too much. Super simple. You want three ounces of bourbon whiskey, three ounces of apple cider, one ounce of simple syrup, one ounce of lemon juice, a squeeze of lime, and ice. Shake until blended well, and that will make two whiskey sour apples, one for you and one for your amigo, so you guys can listen to the rest of the show and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Obviously, I will link the recipe in the show notes like I always do, and I'm going to hit you with a super simple get-rich tip this week or actually stay rich. I know that the holiday season is here. We are mid-November and it is gift giving time. Do not go broke this holiday season giving gifts to people who don't deserve them flat out. Don't feel obligated just because it's Christmas. Like, let's not go broke doing this. I see this every single year. People splurge and they put themselves, you know, at a disadvantage because they're so desperate to keep up with the status quo. It is not necessary. You can gift give. It's a beautiful thing to do at any price point. And stay in your budget, though. Make a budget shop online, get good deals, and stick to it, the end. If someone really loves you and cares for you, then that love does not have a price tag. As much as we talk shit about money and and success dating and all of that, the real real is it's not about gifts. It is about love and time that you spend with your family. So do not go broke 
this Christmas. Okay, I love you. And I will be back soon with another episode. Until then, keep subscribing to the show. Keep sharing it. It's Asia at GetRichOrGetDrunkTrying.com if you want to email me. And don't forget, we've got brand new merchandise out now. Keep pussy expensive. Finance over romance. You can't afford me. Hats have been selling like crazy. I appreciate you all for shopping the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying merch. And uh, I love you guys. Be good. Bye.